Welcome to Unspeakable Tea, where we sip and chat about culture, current trends, things happening in our personal lives, and all the in-between. So turn on the kettle and join us. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been here before, get ready for some tea. Hello, guys. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome back, guys. Uh, since we last recorded and since I think we last up to... Up I've up. had an... Okay. Oh, I've had an <laughs> eventful week. Um, All of May was really boring for me. I've just been working like crazy. It's also, I was gone for half of it. So yeah. And ugh, finally, I don't know if, um, if you're in the GTA, um, the Art of Awesome concert was this past Sunday. It was absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. but... The, the performance. I was actually disappointed. Because I've been to the Neha Kakar and Atavasam one, and also the Sonin Nigam and Atavasam one. Right. Those were, like, incredible. And this time, it was just like... But did you not oh. go to the Atavasam one back in 2019? The one that was in Paramount Center? We went... Oh, it yeah. It was just... Yeah, we went to three performances. Yeah, I don't know. I was just so disappointed in this one. I just... Like, I, I love the songs. His performance was amazing. The way he was dancing, getting everyone hyped. The vibe. Yeah, it was just the vibe. Like, all the Pakistani aunties were like, sit down, don't do this, don't dance. It's like, it's a fucking concert, So, dude. like, to give a gist of it to people... Okay, Everyone needs to understand Pakistani concerts in comparison to a Punjabi concert. Yeah, yeah. Or any very, other Western. Or any other concert. I mean, this is saying for the Desi yeah, folk yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Are very different, okay? So, when you go to a Pakistani show, um, we learned this our first hand. We went to Sonu Nigam and Atav Aslam. Mm-hmm. If you sit mm-hmm. on the ground floor seats, like right. the ground like Which floor we seats, you're not allowed to stand. Like, for people in that crowd... Reason look like they're at a freaking funeral yeah of like our freaking entertainment and like they're not you're not allowed to be standing dancing and i get it like there's like um like a senior like you know grandparents there and whatever but i but then why are you at a but concert it's a concert it's, it's an entertainment it's not rahat fateli where it's like kowali and you're not okay i get it maybe that it's a type of environment where you're sitting yeah, down exactly. but this is like loud music trying to get you hyped so um, me and Ramona just went on this past Sunday and me and Mona got up. We started dancing to our favorite song. And, okay, let, let me explain. Mm-hmm. We weren't on the floor seats for this one right, because right. from our past experience, after that one show, mm-hmm. we just decided that all of the shows that we're going to attend were just going to be... Nosebleeds. And like section, no, not nosebleeds, like section uh-huh. 100 and up. Like, you know, yeah. where when you're sitting, you're like in like a stadium so the person behind you can still see. Right. Right? Because from what we saw in our past experiences and all these shows uh-huh. we've been to, our Jeet Singh, Dilji Dessange, was like if you stood up, everyone's standing up. Yeah, it's okay. The, yeah. But like, so Atif Aslam comes on and we stand up. We're going crazy. And all of a sudden, the person behind me is like, "I can't see," and I'm like, "It's a concert. Get stand up." up. And there, it was these like old folks who are just like i have to get on work tomorrow then why the fuck are you on a concert and they're like, like don't like i had work the next morning too at 7 a.m it was victoria day long weekend but like i still got up and went to work i wasn't complaining about it you know what it was too they were also the type who are like <sighs> so semi-cultured mm. and they're like com- like oh my god his acoustics are so off like atif haslam doesn't get it like i went to headley and it was told like all these different like they were going off i'm like listen dude this is very different. You're also mm. in the freaking CAA center. This right. isn't freaking Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. Well, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the AV and production was a little off too, but his music was amazing. Yeah, it was like therapy to the soul. Very much so. So, I mean, Overall, for those, good. yeah, we will give the advice. If you're ever going to a Pakistani show, 
Just get the top of the top seat. So you can dance around. Wait, I take that back. Even that though, they were telling everyone to sit down. Oh yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I don't think it's a COVID thing. Like how would you yeah. tell people to sit down at a concert? I think it's just a brown thing. So just a heads up. Thing. Yeah, Pakistani thing. If you're going to a show, get the last seat possible because they will not let you dance. They would rather shine a light in your face the whole show than let you dance. Yeah. Dude, I was on no way. I couldn't lift up the machine. Wow, you actually used to just... Well, like, I... And now my whole upper body is, like, pain. Like, I can't even open a door. And I was just like, that's so crazy. Like, you become so weak. Yeah, you need to definitely so get some soaking on the epsom salt sister yeah so i'm just on this because i haven't won since january because i started a new job and like things just been hectic around here but it's here. good man yeah i'm uh, glad start, i'm back at the somewhere. gym dude i hate the freaking bovard brampton gym it's like male dominant i'm like trying to change but you my... go at that time right but it's that... disgusting like, i know why I isn't there any freaking female okay, let me explain something to you stupid that's every single gym monan I can't. Every, ask anybody. I, I used to go to good life. I don't blame mom for going into the ladies room then. Why do you think fucking like disgusting? Yeah, every single gym is like that. Yeah. Around that time, because all these guys come off of work, they get off work, and so then they go and, and work out. Work too, like. Yeah, but again, mm. you need to be. I I used to be the only girl in the area. Mm. You put your headphones on, keep your head no, down. No, like do it doesn't thing. bother me. It's just like when I'm trying to do a bench press and like everybody is like near the mirrors on the benches there's not one seat available and it's like That's and there's true. no dumbbells because all the guys are taking it so it's like what the fuck? it's true so i um, mean this is why i work out in dad's garage we've yeah. turned we turned our dad's garage into a gym about a year last year the year, year before i think it was 20 2020 yeah, so, yeah we were that. like so, okay so gyms aren't opening up anytime soon so we made our own gym um and so i think it comes into plenty of use it does i mean everyone stopped because now everyone's very diligent with their workout working out so everyone goes to the gym um we have our son so sever and i just do it at home and we get our workouts done though i mean like we're both losing weight and getting fit so it's working good for you yeah so i mean this is more of a sadder topic but i did want to talk about it the texas um, elementary school shooting oh, that happened this disgusting. afternoon yeah so for those who Oof. don't know i think about 18 people were killed including the gunman 14 children 14 children i think some of them were teachers yeah i think one was also his grandmother he killed her oh, and uh disgusting. just to let you know the shooter himself was 18 years old right and i being a mom now and like thinking yeah, about my kid going to school yeah. and elementary elementary school Holy shit, was elementary? Yeah, I thought ele- it was middle school. No, it was elementary. Mona, what the he hell? He went into an elementary school and just decided to shoot oh up my God, all this, these innocent Oh my children. God, I'm just taking in. He didn't even go to a school. Or high his, school. His or, age. No. He went to younger. An elementary school. Was he like... Oh, apparently I heard that the cops shot him and he's dead too. Well, that's what I said. The I'm shooter said. Him. Most of the time, it's like they always die. But like the thing I always say is I'm like... You didn't get to suffer. Like, you yeah. pu- you're you putting all these people to... There's so, so much. many mothers and fathers. Yeah, and, and caregivers are going to be going through hell oh now. Oh, my God. Right? It's just, like, all you can do is pray, but it just sucks. And, like, one of the mm-hmm. things we were talking about is mm-hmm. one of our mm-hmm. um, friends in our group, friend circle is from the States. And so we were talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, about gun reform and, like, how... He was, like, how, oh, it needs to be more controlled. Obviously, he mm-hmm. agrees that he needs to be more controlled and everything. Um, but he's, like... 
And we basically said it. We're like, you mean the way Canada has it? He's like, no, but you guys don't have access or limited availability, like access. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like, in Canada, if you're over the age of 18, mm. you have the right to bear a weapon as right. long as you, you they think you're mentally fit. You right. go through an intense process. It takes almost five to six months, okay. right? Yeah. Like, for example, mm. if they check... If you live in a household with your spouse, mm-hmm. they have, I have to approve if Ms. Leverage decides to get a gun. You yeah. can't have a gun in the house if I say no. Yeah. I saw this, um, this picture on Instagram. It's basically arrows going into circles and there's, um, topics in the middle. It says match mass shooting. Then it goes into an, in the circle and follows media, um, engagement, thoughts and prayers, social media gun debates, no one actually does anything, back to normal, mass shooting. And then it keeps just repeating. It's in literally a been going in circles. Like, look so what happened in Buffalo done. about a week and a half ago. Oh, Barack Obama just um, posted something. No, but are you, no, are yeah, you, are you like, but do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. that happened. Like, how, like, they keep saying it. How many more mass shootings do they you know, need, to, America need is, to happen? Okay, that's the one thing America is legit stupid about. But the thing you need to understand is... Why is it the regulation that, rules and... But you need to understand mm-hmm. is that when it comes down to legislation and, like, actual gun reform and lawmaking, mm-hmm. they're so torn as a country mm-hmm. that they aren't able to come together and to t- discuss this. It's a fucking gun. Why can't I... But you need to also understand the South and Republicans are very strongly against... They're, they're strongly for... Being able to okay, so they like people getting killed, but no, that's not it. It's the fact that like I don't think they understand is that when we try to do gun reform, it's the fact that I don't know what he's doing. Scooby, fucking hit his head. (laughs) Is the fact that when they're trying to do gun reform, it isn't so that people can't access guns. It's so that it's controlled. Like there was cases where people were walking into dining gun shops. Mm. And they're not even doing background checks. They're just giving them guns. That's what I mean. They're just a, disgusting. A background check is like the surface of what they do <sighs> here in Canada. Mm. They, you have to have references for someone you know for more than five years. They do a background check of where you work, what you do. They do a psych, literally a psych eval on you. It's so crazy. You can probably see normal people walking in grocery stores with just guns in their pocket. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, in here, this, you know what? You're right. Because in Canada, you're not allowed to do that. You can't just be walking no, around and it's not jello even, flesh, go bang, even, bang, motherfuckers. Like, I'm here to kill you all. It's not even, it's not even like that. Even in your house, you're not allowed to have the gun out in the open. Oh it has to be in a safe. Like, that's, I think, bolted to the it's wall It's literally just for security. And, like, period. a trigger lock. It has to have a trigger lock. It's for security if someone's about to kill you, basically. Not you taking the gun and killing people out in the open 100% but it just sucks my and, like, thoughts our, go out to yeah, the our, families and I mean, prayers like it is, our months. thoughts and prayers will be with them but it's just we, tru- we truly don't know what they're going through and honestly Simran saved the world Simran's a communist but that's a different story for another day yeah okay so basically something that I think we were thinking of talking about I feel like we should discuss today yeah, is sort of the about. expectations of like what you think a relationship is like based on things that we watch. For example, Bridgerton, Twilight. Or we can also include why and what type of responsibility should be in a relationship. I feel like that goes in hand in hand. Yeah, same because. I feel like sometimes you say things out loud, but you should have just like fucking done that in the background of the podcast. So... What do you think 
is a sustainable relationship. This is nothing. What do you mean sustainable relationship? We're going based off of like what we see. Like you're talking about Bridgerton and like Twilight and stuff. So the reason why we're doing this topic is because Masavar and I just what? Nothing. Go. Masavar and I just binge. Well, I didn't binge watch it. It took us a month and a half to finish the Twilight series. So the most Katia movies ever made. Why are like, you saying this? You used to love Twilight. I know. If you look at it from a cinematography perspective, the first movie looks like downright, like there was no budget. But the second one, when they made millions, it was like, okay, this is actually good. And so Masever ended up liking them as well. Mm. And so he was like, okay, let's actually watch them. And like, I was reliving my <laughs> middle school days. <laughs> because I don't know for a lot of people, I did, this is when Vampire Diaries was also a thing and I wasn't allowed to watch it. Mm. But Twilight was... Truly, I think the first interpretation when I could understand what affection, feelings, and stuff were after, like, I guess, puberty mm-hmm. was, like, actually, no, was, like, middle school is, like, sort of around puberty, but, like, was Twilight, for me, was, like, this is what love is. It was Isn't my... That crazy? Yeah, like, I... Such a I, young age. Exactly. Like, I used to look at it and be, like, okay, Shouldn't this is loud. what love is supposed to be like, right? Um, so... We started watching and I literally started looking at it again. I'm like, I used to think that I need a man like Edward Cullen who has all this money and like loves me dearly and is like a hundred plus years old. He'll suck your blood for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coon. Coon. Ew. That I don't. That's. <laughs> but basically it was like, that was the definition of like, okay, this is what love is like. You know, you're here, like, as you're Bella, you're, like, you're willing to turn into a vampire for this guy. But if you look at it down deeply, it was, like, Nonsense. she was, it was, like, I don't think it was, like, Nonsense. Stockholm Syndrome, but, like, it was something else. Did you have any expectations after watching that with so, your own fucking relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want Masaru to suck your blood now? I, yeah, that sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> no, but I, like, after we watched it together, I was sitting there, and I'm, like... How did I think this was? That's fucking disgusting, man. It just came from. <laughs> but I literally was sitting there. I'm like, why the fuck did I think this was like what real life is supposed to be like? I'm like, I get fucking mad when he like like uses too much toilet paper now. But here they are talking Damn. about, you know, giving his venom to her when she carries his like vampire child. <laughs> and I'm just there like, so my. My like vampire sister is gonna. My vampire sister in law is gonna build me a house in the middle of the forest, and like me and my no husband honey, are gonna be there no, all day. No, no. Honey. it ain't like that. Okay, you can't buy houses here in Brampton, Banjo, even in like the you middle of sell, the fucking forest. You have to sell your whole body for it. <laughs> forget that. No one can get approved for mortgages right now. So it is what it is. Do and I even know what a mortgage is? You don't need to know yet. You're not buying a house yet, but you should know the fundamentals. Yes. That's another conversation for another day. Mm. But yeah, I like watch it and I sometimes like even now when like Masever and I are in the middle of something or we're talking and I just like think back and I'm like, you know what it is? I just like realized it's like what it comes down to is like having the ability. It's like having something as a reference point or just thinking that this is what true love is like. It's like an escape. I feel like this is why we're so caught up on Escape. fantasies and stuff. Okay. Not saying I'm not madly, in lo- deeply in love with my husband. Of course, now, that's why life. you're still with him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fact of like, as kids, we were like, oh my god, it was just like so 
innocent and pure and you were just like so in in love with the idea of love yes right and sometimes i think back at it i'm like and i just feel like loved wanting to be in love yeah right and now i'm there it's and like I'm all like, butterflies and fucking glitter falling from the room and you know why that is it's because the actual love that we have which is real love doesn't meet up to the expectations of the fantasy like the love i have in a relationship then why do why does it feel so different and more exciting when we see it in camera or like in a movie because it's an escape no it's but it's not it's it's the idea of like how, what this is what love is but it's it's exciting an escape do you think that's what also creates standards for relationships the fuck that's also how all social standards are created yeah did you know on average that the average male watches so much porn that they have a hard listen they have a hard time actually having actual sex because the, what they see they think that's real that is fucking disgusting it's Don't not but it's about true sex and porn <laughs> i'm trying to give you an example of like based on what you watch and it's true it's, it's probably all gore not always but that was sounds like gore on the come i don't think all well ashin who's that female porn star porn ke baare mein shuru ho jati hai khud hi chali ja video ke andar you know it's recording right Also, side note, all that shit's a myth. That's actually not true. I mean, your your vagina muscle does go back to normal, but it's not that true. Okay, back to topic. Hello, yeah. Yeah, am I on speaker? No. Musafir, who's that brown porn star with the glasses? Uh, I can't say right now. <laughs> Ew! Are you, How do you know this, Musafir? What's your name? Maya, Maya Khalifa? Mia yeah, yeah, yeah. Khalifa. Mia Khalifa. <laughs> another topic or film or tv series we can talk about is um bridgerton to all my girls pakistani girls or guys yo listening. i need to explain this i need to make this very descriptive dania is like one of those <laughs> bollywood you know radio hosts like preeti zinta assalamu alaikum hello mumbai welcome to tina on fm aaj main aapke sath aayi hu this is how she fucking sitting this is how she's literally sitting I swear to God, this is how she's sitting, and she's like talking to you guys as if like, "Hi, my dosto, आप बस इंतजार ही करिए और हमारा बस अभी हमारा म्यूजिक शुरू हुआ." Okay, okay. So basically, Bridgerton was like crazy. First episode was even crazy. A uh, first uh, season, Se- season season was yeah. crazy. Um, it went hit. Everyone fell in love, and they came back with a comeback for second ep- um, season with a. you know south asian woman which was even more crazy okay let's not even say south asian let's talk about a dark skinned south asian yeah, that was pretty epic something that is never shown yeah. in bollywood and, and, and now here we are yeah across the pond 
Ashton, man, turn off your fucking phone. Can you, like... You're a really bad entourage. And after watching it, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. Like, holy shit. Like, the way he talks to her, the way he, like, you know, um, speaks of her, the way he thinks about her, the way, like, they just connect and all these emotions. Like, does this happen in real life? So, Simran was explaining this to me. It's called... There's, like, a term for it. It's basically the rivalry aspect, right? It's, like, two crossed people who hate each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was telling us yesterday, too. Wow. And it grows into yeah, yeah, yeah. love. Love, yeah. Right? It's it's like, okay, for everyone who's brown, kuch kuch hota hai. No. Anjali and Rahul, they don't like each other, and then, bam, fall in love. Or not even. Dil to pagal hai. No. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. What's this? What's Sharfan's character's name? Raj, Rahul. No, A. Aman. Aman oh, and Tishmish. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's her name? Neha? No. Neha? It's Neha. No. What is it? Neha's the other one. Neha's the doctor. Oh, uh, what's, uh, what's her name? Pooja? No, no. Kina? No. Nena. Nena. I said Nena. Fuckers. N- you didn't say Nena. I said Nena. I'm going to pull that N- up. Nena. Okay, then I shut up. But yeah, so basically, so even that, it's the same thing. Okay, actually, going into the topic now, what do okay, you... Okay, side th- note. So, we're just texting. I couldn't say the name because my dad was right there. <laughs> no, I'm laughing, bitch. Okay, that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so, considering you've seen all these expectations on films and TV shows, what do you, being married... Having not only just marriage, like you have a relationship with parents, you have a relationship with your child, you have a relationship with siblings, you have a relationship with in-laws. You have have relationships with a lot of people. Yeah, you have relationships with the dunya, you know? What responsibilities Mm -hmm. do you need to put both ways in order for it to be successful? That is one of the most difficult and still underlying things that people are still trying to figure out. It is so you what's can have, the one again, thing? It's like what we said. You, you can know have how people, these standards, yeah. and okay, obviously bare minimum is there, but there's so much. I feel like you still need to figure out. Like a standard would be okay. Well, if he pays now, I'll pay for dessert. About, okay. I'm giving a standard. This is like yeah. level of like equality, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But in some ways, if a girl's making less, honey. You make more than I do, or not, like, the girl, mm-hmm. anyone in the relationship. The person that's making more, it's like, you can pay for more for this because you have more of a bandwidth. Yeah. Right? That's just one example. And it's, it's true. It does happen even for us. Like, the heck? You have no choice, but, like, that's what but you what's do the, in a but No, but what's, like, the one main responsibility? You know how people say communication? That's I will one. say this again. You're right. It is communication. Really? It is. I what if know. it doesn't get through the thick sculpt? Okay. Sculpt? Sculpt? Skull and scalp. Say it. Skull? You're a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Scalp? Shut the fuck up, bitch. You know what I'm saying. Danny, stop screaming. Uh, Okay. Um, But basically, it's the fact. It is communication. And it's not necessarily them not understanding you. I think it's also... And a lot of it comes down to, I think, what it was as kids. I saw a TikTok today and made me realize how I communicate. It was a mom... 
like interpret and impersonating her kid and going like a kid's crying and the mom going look 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 at that car look at the butterfly look look look, look at the bug on the wall look what it's doing you're distracting the kid from the feelings you're feeling that moment Obviously, and yeah. distracting them mm-hmm. into focusing on something else which is teaching them not to communicate their feelings and i think a lot of that happened to me when i was a kid Mm-hmm. It did every I time. Any I was, brown child, actually. I, yeah, and so like if any child started crying, every they see mom or dad would be like, "Shut the fuck up, do this." No, not even yeah. like, "Oh, they call, they call And so what I think is, mm-hmm. I have a very hard time too, where I it takes a lot out of me to tell my significant other or someone in my life what's bothering me. I am. The I feel like you who, were really, you would be able to tell me something easily before you got married and ever since you got married you'd be like i don't want to talk about it uh danielle i don't think so that's necessarily true i still there's a lot that even when before i got married i just didn't tell you that's true and it's not that i didn't tell you i didn't tell anybody mm-hmm. i am a person that gets very closed off and doesn't like to talk about what's going on but the problem that what happens is like i shut down yeah. and you can see it on my face that something's bothering well, me i think that's the one fucking thing we have in common yeah. i literally just shut down and it's on my face we were just talking about communication. Now we should talk about a different thing. But so, like, for you, I know I said communication, but what for you, what do you feel like... I think to... Yeah, like, what do you find as, like, I said communication is an important aspect. What do you think is, like, a very key fundamental aspect in a relationship? Or do you still think you're figuring that out? I really feel like I'm figuring that out because... I like I literally stick with this because I heard about this on um, um, a TV show, and they're like, you know, when you're ready for marriage, when your heart and mind align. I think that's on his like freaking tagline for this fucking podcast. Literally, when your heart and mind align, and like mine don't. They're literally disconnected. My mind's always somewhere else. My heart's somewhere else. So it's like. You'll know once you want to get married, you actually want to settle down, you want to be in this relationship forever, is when they finally align, and and for them to align there's so much shit in between that is just Mm -hmm. not aligning getting that connection through so when it comes to like what is the one thing i don't know like i feel like mentally i'm not there so there i don't i don't know what is the sustainable thing when i'm mentally okay and i know what the heart wants in order for this relationship to be successful then i'll be like i will know i will tell you this much though from Mm -hmm. someone who's been in a long-term ish relationship now Mm -hmm. is that you still won't know. I personally think it's something you figure out at together because you as an individual will change so much more. Yeah, of course. Like, I went from being single to being in a committed relationship yeah. to being married to being a mom. Yeah, So my priorities crazy. during those, life, like, those phases have mm-hmm. changed immensely. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was married, I still put me first. Like, I was... Now, I don't put me first. Yeah. This just went 360. But, like, there's a part of me where sometimes I fucking miss the person that I was. But I think you need to understand something. It's not the fact that you weren't... You're, like, not carefree anymore or whatever. It's the fact that you've got become more mature. And now you've been given responsibilities that don't allow you to be like that. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not... I Like, yeah, I saw this post. It's like, um, you know, it's not like that you're not your old person anymore. It's just that that you have growth i get that part like obviously i'm not 100%. gonna be i'm not gonna be a 16 year old my whole life i'm freaking 23 of course my mindset's gonna change but i mean that dynamic of just being like carefree but i think you that's i think the pressure the societal aspect yeah, that like yeah. i'm a carefree spirit how long can you be carefree in today's society 
Yeah, that is true. When you're 36, don't have a house, no yeah. stable job to survive. I'm yeah. not saying that, okay, capitalism no, is the way to right. go. But yeah. how else are you And I feel survive? like life doesn't, like, get you ready for this shit. Like, it just it hits doesn't. you in a fucking, like, tsunami in your face. It doesn't. It and really then doesn't. It, school like, doesn't get you ready yeah. for it. Nothing does. And yeah. what yeah. hopefully our generation can do is, is teach our future generation what to expect. Yeah, definitely. Right? So, like, even, like, one of the things that's been, like, I figured out this week or i saw a tiktok on it where it was a mom saying when you're the default parent and it's so been a big topic in this household yeah. <laughs> default, default. Not, not that it was done intentionally of it course. just happens naturally yeah. because of your instincts right yeah. so default parent is someone like by default who is doing everything who is the one who is like concerned about everything stressing about everything whatever like the mom in the video is packing the kid's diaper bag the mom in the video is announcing that she's going to the washroom someone watch her kid you know what i mean mm. all these things and i'm like wow fuck. but i think what it is and it doesn't matter if you're a mother or a father i think it depends it's dependent on your paternal instinct right like some mothers don't have the same instinct some dads do some dads have a stronger maternal instinct and men do yeah. have maternal aspects right and i think it's that not that masover does it intentionally to be like oh ramona you're the woman and i work you do like no it's just that it's also the fact that like it just happened naturally but the thing is sometimes i think underlying we sort of just fall into these norms mm. And it's sort of like, like you, you have to, yeah, but then you have to, as a couple, work through them. Like, work out right? of that tunnel. Because the thing is, we're both learning, mm. right? We did, like, I saw a single mom who did both, was mom and dad in the house. Mm. We saw dad on the weekends. Mm. Masavra saw the classic roles of a mom who, uh, who stays at home with kids and dad who works. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but, and that's perfectly fine because that's the decisions they m- made together. If you are wanting to be a stay-at-home parent, you hands hats off to you because you're doing the fucking hardest job, right? If you want to be a parent that works full-time, okay, that's your choice too because you're providing. But I think what happens is, like, we are trying to take our subconscious, like, mm-hmm. views mm-hmm. and, like, try to put them together and, like, we're clashing. But what's, like, no, we don't need to be clashing. We need to create our own parenting habits. There you go. There you right? go. Right? And this is what we're figuring out. Like, now mm-hmm. we have a rule in place that every other day, we switch bedtime. Right. Like, I did bedtime today. Miss Ever did it yesterday. Now he'll do it tomorrow. Exactly. Right? Because at the end of the and day... And then you just work on that bridge. Like, then you start implementing new shit. And then there you go. Yeah. You're not going to be the default parent. No, I think the default parent will still exist. You know what? You're right. Because... A couple of days ago, I was in home and Masaver had to go out with Musa. Masaver packed his whole bag on his own. I actually take that back. Yeah. I think that default parent applies when we're doing things together. It's just, it's like subconsciously assumed that I'm going to do it. I am going to do it. Right. But it shouldn't be like that. But it, again, it's something that you work on as a couple. Of course, and you'll get there. Right? As caregivers, that's something you have to work on. Inshallah. Okay. Ajta. Aaj Yo, ka episode. Wait for me to just start the podcast. Aaj like, ka, aaj tha, today's episode of um, Unspeakable Chai. Why are you holding a candle? Or it's my microphone. Why are you holding a candlestick? You have a microphone in front of you. For translation, for anyone who can't understand, that is Tak Yas or Du. It's bittersweet. <laughs> um but that's all for this week's episode everybody 
check it out next week and uh follow us on instagram yes and hit us up if you got any tea you want to spill or you want to talk about peace